Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. I sure will. A good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to the voice of Come On, Dig Me Now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I was, uh, had my head down and I was, uh, thinking of what I wanted to say this morning, but, uh, it, it, it kind of, uh, it's kind of be something I've lived for a long time. And, uh, you know, for a long time, you know, I had a lot of faith in people. You know, it's strange, too, because, you know, you know, um, my mother was a Sunday school teacher. So, of course, I grew up around it, knowing uh, scriptures and things like that. Not not a lot of them, but, you know, the ones I retained. But um, having her as a mother was uh, 
was a huge help in understanding about faith. But even with that, as I grew up, I began to put a lot of faith in people. And, um, you know, I, I figured, uh, you know, just like everybody else, you know, man, if I could just meet this person or if I could just sit down with that person or man, if I could just get this person to hear my ideal or man, if just if this person could hear my track or man, if I could just get this in the hands of somebody in the know, I was like everybody else. I thought that way. You know, I actually thought that if I could get in a certain situation with a certain person, that if a certain person were to meet me, that, you know, it could change everything for me. Oh, man. Oh, how wrong I was. Oh, how wrong I was. How long did I spend feeling that way? And how many of you out there possibly have felt that way before? You know, like even in a relationship, this is the person for me. And, you know, you just lay claim to that. You know, not necessarily being a fact, but you just lay claim to it. This is the person for me. This is the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. You know, sometimes, you know, we just lay claim to stuff. And it's not always what's in our best interest or it's not always a fact. It's just what we decided we wanted. And I was guilty of that just like anybody else. And I spent a lot of years in my life putting faith in people. Man, if I could tell you anything this morning, is to stop putting your faith in people and put your faith in God where it counts the most. I mean, you can get something out of this one. See, here's the deal about a relationship with God. It's the same all the time. He never changes. His word is 100% absolute. His word doesn't have loopholes in it. None of that. It's this is what it is. He's very clear. Now, you can deviate off your end of the bargain, but it don't stop what he says from being true. But if he asked you to do something, if, if God asked you to, to be a certain way, to do a little something a certain way, and you don't do it that way, then, you know, you could still possibly get by for a while. But don't you understand that his end of the deal stays the same? And as long as you're not doing it the way you're supposed to, the results are not going to be what you want it to be. And I did this for years and years and years. And I counted on people. And, uh, you know, I got myself in a lot of situations. And I got out one, a dire situation that I'd been in for a number of years. But he had protected me from years prior to that. I didn't even know what was going on. And then he, he made it aware, made me aware of the problem. And then, man, Lord have mercy, I was in a dismal situation. And then at the end of the year, I was free, free from it all. But it was a decision that I had made that led up to that. And in and in going through that process, I had to learn something, man. I learned a lot about people. See, if you want to learn about your friends, if you want to learn about your people, people around you, get yourself in some trouble. Get yourself in a situation. Oh, man, you start looking around, man. The field get real clear when you're in trouble. The field clears out when you're in doubt, when you don't know what to do, when you need help. It get real clear on the playing field then, don't it? Oh, but when things is going right, it's time for a party. We throw in a celebration. We 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 gonna we gonna do one down here. Oh man, there's plenty of people on the field. But 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 get yourself in a situation. You find out rather quickly that oh no, oh no, everybody ain't here. And that's when I started learning. And I and I'm telling you, I had to start learning this for real until I finally got it. 
to stop putting my faith in people and put all of mine in God where it counts the most. Now, is that to say that there are people that you can't trust? No, that's not what I'm saying. I ain't say you can't trust them, but you can't dump your faith in them. I got it all riding on what he say. I got it all riding on what she say. No, no, uh-uh, no. I hear you saying it. But I'm going to keep my eye on this situation because I hear you saying it. But I'm going to take this faith of mine, and instead of putting it in people, I'm going to put it in God where it counts the most. Because his word is absolute. What he say he's going to do, he's going to do. What he say he's not going to tolerate, he's not going to tolerate. Now, you can make it you can make it tolerable for yourself, but he's not going to tolerate it. And that's just the end of the line. And so, you know, I'm, 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 I'm wondering how many people out there find themselves in a situation like me, or maybe you've gotten yourself in a situation because you put your faith in some people, and now you wound up in a different type of situation. Now let me ask you, where them people at? See, every person that I had put my faith in, when I got in trouble, when I got down, I couldn't find them people. Nowhere, nowhere, nowhere. I didn't see a lifeline. I didn't see a, hey, man, we coming to get you. I didn't see none of that. No, sir. No, sir. The only one that I found when I was in my deepest trouble, when me and my wife were in our darkest situation, was God. It was the only one. It was the only one who was just right there. Right there all the way through. I mean, comforting us, consoling us, putting us, putting his arms around us, tucking us under his wings, all of that. All of, it was just him. It was just him. And I'm asking any of you to just do the same. If you look around at the people that you put your faith in and you got in a situation because you had some faith in some people, when you got in that situation, where were those people? Where were they? Nowhere to be found. I have not, I've yet to find those people when I get in trouble. And so I'm asking you, why would you put your faith there when instead you could put your faith in God where it counts the most? And he's always there. Now, let me explain something to you. Because you have this relationship with God, it does not mean, it does not mean now that it won't get, it won't still be a situation. You understand? But what he will do is protect you during that period. He'll cover you during that period that it is a situation. He will give you the strength to overcome the situation when it turns into a situation. Then when he, when he cracks it open for you and the sun is bright and shining, what he don't want you to do is when it gets sunny again to forget about him who was there when it was dark for you. See, I used to do that too, you know. I was, oh man, I did it. I'm, I'm telling you right now I did it. But I'm telling you, man, when I learned a very serious lesson and I watched some people I thought were friends of mine just sort of casually remove themselves from the situation, then I said, okay. Me and Marjorie looked around. We said, okay, it's just me, you, and God. And we started conducting ourselves accordingly. So when it's sunny for us, we remember God. We stay prayerful. We keep talking to him. We thank him for the sunshine. We thank him for the dark days that he allowed us to do, who allowed us to survive it and turn it into sunny days. And we talk to him constantly. 
to protect us of our future enemies. And that's what the deal is. So if I was everybody, I would stop putting your faith in people and put your trust in God where it really does count the most. It really, really does. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, listen closely. Get up for the downstroke. Everybody get up. Get up on the downstroke. Mm. Everybody get up. Hey. Everybody get up. Good morning, Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve Harvey. Carla Ferrell. Good morning, Steve. What's up? Lil Pimp Jr. Morning, Unc. Ignorant-ass Tommy. <laughs> In the building, baby. All day. That's our show. That's our show. Thank Lil y'all Pimp. for joining us. <laughs> See Pimp y'all Jr. tomorrow. Lil Pimp Jr. LPJ, Lil Pimpin' Jr. And then IAT. IAT, IAT. Ignorant ass Tommy. That's crazy. That is crazy. You're in a good mood today, Steve, huh? Yep, TDS. What's TDS? That damn Steve. <laughs> Matter of fact, DDS. Let's just go and keep it real proper. Yeah. That damn Steve. Yeah. Oh, okay. That damn Steve. Yeah, uh-huh. that damn Steve. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. That's, that's so how we say it, too. Uh, I'm in a good mood because you know why, man? Because, man, hell, I ain't in front of the Congress testifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not on Capitol Hill, huh? Yeah, ain't in jail. Well, they wouldn't believe you anyway. They would call you a convicted liar anyway, every chance they got. Mm-hmm. Not out on bail. <laughs> Way to hang in there, Cohen. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. He's not a punk yeah. now. You know what, man? This country, man, we are so divided. We are yeah. so dead set on position, power, and money. I saw it today. I didn't watch the whole testimony because I had things to do. Because it was seven hours yesterday. Long. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but, but I watched it yesterday yes, what I could. And I came home and watched the news. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing, man, how this country operates. The Democrats asked him every question they could about Trump. All, every Republican had but one job to call him repeatedly. A liar in every kind of way to go. You're a pathological liar. So you don't know the truth from a lie. Wait a minute. Okay, cool. But can are you gonna ask him anything about Trump? Mm -mm. No. No, that's Mm. not that was not their mission. One Republican asked him anything that would have given him the opportunity to say anything disparaging about Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. It was sick to watch. Yeah, it was. They should have been at the Oscars. Yeah. Best lead yeah. in the drama. Yeah. And the they really go to the GOP <laughs> and the Oscars goes too. And the winner goes too. Yeah. The GOP. Yeah. There was I mean, no least... searching for the truth Mm-mm. from Mm-mm. them. And what did Cohen have to lose? He's like he said. He repeatedly said, "I'm going to jail." I've answered to these accusations. He knows that he, you know, he perjured himself. All right, coming up at 32 after the hour, uh, we're going to do Ask Steve Part 2. And then we have a, yeah, then we have, get ready, Steve. Then we have a big announcement for our early risers. We're going to talk about the Sand and Soul Festival. All that's coming up. 
right Better after get this. Your life right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, coming up at the top of the hour in national news, we will talk about Michael Cohen's seven-hour-plus testimony on Capitol Hill yesterday where he said that the president lied about hush money payments. Uh, He also talked about the Moscow Project and WikiLeaks and that the president is a con man. Don't worry. We're going to talk about all of this, okay? But uh, first, Steve, people are ready uh, to plan for their vacation this year, so let's tell our early risers about your huge, huge, Sand and Soul Festival extension. Ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Tell them. Columbus Day weekend. Yes. (laughs) October what, Shirley? October 10th through the 14th, sir. Say it again, Shirley. October 10th through the 14th, yeah. Listen to me. Sand and Soul Festival kicks (laughs) off. Now, for early morning riders, in case you've been missing it, I have extended the $99 special. Wow. You can reserve your room today, right now, for just $99. Sand and Soul will be at the beautiful Hard Rock Hotel in Punta Cana, the Dominican Republic, baby, better known as the DR. Mm -hmm. All-inclusive. Your room is included, which comes, all rooms come with jacuzzi baths and balconies. (laughs) Every land room. Every one of them. Comes with 24-hour free room service. Yes, Lord. 24-hour food, all food included, all drinks included, 13 swimming pools, 195, I think that is, balls. I've made almost half. (laughs) Oh, Lord, I think it's, wait a minute, 375 balls. Come on now. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It is everything. Unlimited uh, 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 credit Mm -hmm. at the uh, gift shops. Resort. Mm -hmm. Resort credit. Mm -hmm. Uh, The spa is really, really gorgeous. Yes. Oh, Uh, yes. Marjorie loved it. She went there, participated in everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She doing spa day. Uh, <laughs> that's how you do it, Steve. Yeah, it's just it a really, really great time, y'all. We had a good time. The if you go online to steveharveysandandsoul.com, everybody, mm-hmm. you can reserve your spot for ninety nine dollars and make payments. Come on and kick it with us, y'all. And yeah. make payments. Yeah, yes. yes. Y'all listen part. to me. Here's the beautiful part. I only have the Hard Rock Hotel. So before we have to open up another hotel, get your reservation so you don't wind up down the street nowhere. Yes. Uh-uh. We want you there with us. Everybody. Yeah. Kicking yes. it. Kicking I've everybody. extended it. I've got the whole hotel this time. They oh, love Steve. the audience. They said, Mr. Harvey, we will give you the entire hotel. Your audience is the type of people that we want to have on our property. Oh, I yes. could not be more proud of the way my people were at that event. Mm-hmm. Classy, ah. fun, no stress. Grown we had a sexy. great time. Mm-hmm. It was sexy. Mm-hmm. It was grown up. And it was always something to do. I looked at some of the pictures because, you know, I can't go to all events, right? Because uh-huh. mm-hmm. I got things to do, you know, like golf. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's what I'm over. That's uh, top priority. Yeah. Major priority for me. <laughs> golf course was nice. But I looked at, man, it was phone parties in the pool. It was, oh, we had yeah. We hosted that. Yes, yeah. 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 phone yeah. parties. We, we had so much fun. I had everything. Yes. All these people, where did phone come from? <laughs> it was fun. I saw, I was going, what the hell happened? 
<laughs> yeah, man, there was a lot going on, mm-hmm. man. So we've extended it to... Uh, Till tomorrow, Friday at midnight. Friday at midnight? Mm-hmm. Okay, y'all, listen to me. Mm-hmm. Y'all want to go have a good time? Santa Soul Festival was out of sight. We've got great entertainment. You're going to meet the morning crew. Uh, I'm doing a couple of motivational speeches there to help you uh, learn the principles of success, get the right mindset. Other than that... Then what are I, we going to be I, doing other I, than that? I, I straight really ain't trying to teach you nothing. <laughs> I don't give a damn if you learn how to tie scarves. We ain't doing nothing. This ain't no how to be? Sure. No, yeah. We ain't in here skeet shooting yeah. and none of that. Hang on, man. Take your ass down to that casino. Do yourself some gambling. Try to win yourself some money. That one I'm gonna be doing. Yeah, we got entertainment, yeah, comedy, comedy all music, day. all everything. Ninety nine dollars, y'all. Come on, sell this thing out so we can have a good time. Oh yeah. Each other at the Hard Rock Co. Hard Rock Casino. That's right. $99 special till tomorrow, Friday at midnight, October 10th through the 14th. Man, so we can talk all the way through the nasty. Go to Steve Harvey, no. <laughs> to reserve your spot right now. Oh. All right, now it's time to play part two of that, oh, okay, Steve. Ready? Part one was yesterday. Yes, just. I got scared. No, we got you. We got all right, you. Go. All right, come on, Carla. You asked the first question. Let's go. All right, Steve. What was your last dream you remember? Really? My last, like, like dream, dream of what sleep? I wanted to be? No, just your dream when you went to sleep. Oh, you went to sleep. sleep. Everything, Everything ain't got to be deep. You overthink it. No, I had no dream. My last dream. What dream when you go to sleep? Night, night, night. Your dream. Oh, I, what was last, was last night. Okay, okay. And I, I, I got up in the middle of it because I'm grown, but I dreamed I was uh, urinating outside. <laughs> Yeah. Got to get up. I got up right away because back when I was up. little, I didn't get up. Okay, I'll take right. Back. Go ahead and overthink it. Go ahead and overthink it. Yeah, I caught no, myself. No, that's good. Too, that's good. I caught myself. That was pretty good. All right, come on, Tommy. All right, I got one. I got one. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. What annoys Steve Harvey? Mm. What really annoys me yeah. is people who don't know what they're talking about, but steady commenting on it. <laughs> I can't stand that, man. Uh-huh. If, if, that especially okay. towards me. If you don't know me, man. <laughs> well, we knew that. Man, get your <laughs> ass on somewhere. <laughs> All right. Fix your damn life. <laughs> Quit trying to destroy mine. And the effort you put to destroy mine, uh-huh. you can spend that time fixing yours. You yeah. might have something. I could see how that would be annoying oh, and get on your nerves. Gets okay. on your last damn nerves. Okay, in our last 30 <laughs> seconds, Junior, ask him a quick question. Who was the last person to text you up? Uh, let me see. Hurry. What the hell I got to do is look on my phone. Yeah. My daughter. Oh, okay. Oh. This morning. Too. All right. We got to go. Thank you, Steve. She wanted something. <laughs> Coming up next, <laughs> it is the nephew and Thanks run that prank back. Up, Junior. <laughs> run, run that prank back with the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, guys, in entertainment news, Marlon and Jackie Jackson, uh, they're going to talk to Gail King, or they did talk to Gail King about the controversial Leaving Neverland documentary. Plus, in national news, President's former lawyer Michael Cohen's public testimony yesterday. Cohen said the president is a con man, a cheat, and he lied about hush money and knew about stolen emails. We'll get Mm. into that. But right Mm. now, the nephew is here so we can get into that run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? Side job cleaning. 
Yeah. <laughs> Let's Hello. run uh -huh. it right now. Yeah. Side <laughs> job cleaning. Hardware store, this is Robbie. How can I help you? Uh, uh, Robbie, I'm trying to uh, get a uh, order in for some construction uh, supplies I need to pick up. That's fine. What's your, what's your company? Uh, uh, roofing company. Roofing company, okay. Have we have we done business with you before? No, no, you haven't. This is my first time calling. I heard you guys were pretty good. Oh, appreciate the compliment. Okay. I, I, now, listen, uh, I need to get this as soon as possible, man. Can I possibly pick up these supplies, like, in the next couple of hours? Uh, well, you know, normally it don't work that fast. It's kind of a quick turnaround. we got a little bit of a backup, but I can I can do my best. It just uh, depends on what you need. Okay, here, here's what I need, man. I need five rolls of duct tape. Okay, that's no problem. That's quick. Okay, I need plastic, man. Listen, if if you was going to wrap up something in plastic that's like about uh, six foot two in height and 200 pounds, how much plastic do you think I would need to wrap to wrap that up in? Okay, just a second. You're you're asking for plastic, like a roll of plastic? Uh, yeah, but I'm telling. I need to wrap up something that's six foot two and like two hundred and ten pounds. Uh, I probably would get about three yards, four yards of plastic. Okay, okay. I need to get that. Now let me ask you this here: if if, if you was gonna try to uh, put some cement on that to hold it down, how much cement do you think will hold that down? I'm a little confused. You're running a roofing company, right? Yeah, I'm a roofing company, but I'm doing a little side work for some friends of mine. Oh, okay, okay. I just got a little confused because you told me this is Tyler's roofing company. No problem, no problem. We've got some men. Wait a minute, you're, you're, you're trying to hold something down? Trying to I'm trying something? to hold something down. So how many bags of cement do you think I need to hold down something that's 220 pounds? Wow, uh, I don't know. Eight bags? Eight bags, eight bags. Eight bags, I would recommend at least. Okay, okay, give me eight bags of cement. Now, uh, this is something else I want to ask you. Do you have anything, any type of cleaner, man, that can get uh, that can get blood, I mean, uh, paint off the floor? Yeah, we got industrial cleaners. I mean, all kinds of industrial cleaners. That, wait, wait, you said paint? Is it paint or blood? Uh, 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 paint, paint, paint. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I've got industrial cleaners of all kinds. I mean, do you have a preference? No, just whatever you could throw in there. I need that. Now, let me ask you this here. Do you have anything that can like just kill a smell? You know what I'm saying? If if you know if you don't want something to smell, you got anything for that? Wait a minute, did something did something some die in your place? Is this is this some somebody? Did you like is there an animal or something you found? I mean, I'm I'm kind of confused. You're talking about smell and cleaning up. Did you find some sort of animal on a construction? Hey hey, hey hey Robbie, listen man, just take the order. That's all I need you to do. Okay? Okay. No, I, I I'm sorry, I wasn't asking your business. I just was a little concerned. What are we getting? What are we cleaning up? And what are we? I mean, I guess the, are we cleaning up a tile floor? Are we cleaning up carpet? I mean, what's the what's the cleaner for? And what's the what, where's the odor? Okay, sir. All I'm asking you is, do you have something strong enough? Like, do you think ammonia can can keep a smell down? What do I need to keep a smell down? Well, you're definitely gonna need ammonia. I mean, you, you gotta get something to just scrub that right down. Because I mean, whatever that scent is, if it's in your if it's in the walls, if it's, you got fabrics in that place, I mean, whatever wherever you got it, you're probably gonna have to. A different type of deodorizer, something for the carpet, something for the walls. I mean, I don't, I, don't, I, I guess, I guess I'm just kind of confused as to as to where the scent's coming from. And, and right, I, I, don't worry about all that, man. Hey, man, listen, just just write down what the order is, okay? I, I got it. You, I got the five rolls of duct tape. I got the, I got the four yards of plastic. I got the eight bags of cement. I got the industrial cleaner. I got the ammonia. I'm, 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 I'm typing it all in. I got, I've got your order. Okay, let me ask you this here, man. Do y'all have uh, uh, any type of machete, anything that's real sharp that can what, cut? What? Okay, okay hold, hold on a second. Now, now you're completely off base. 
you do realize you call the hardware store, right? I'm, I'm calling the hardware store because I need some supplies, man. I'm doing the job yeah. on the side. I need some supplies. Hey, I get that. You t- you said that already, but what I'm confused about is now you're asking for a weapon. What 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 would you use a machete for? I mean, you're you're talking about uh, uh, what? You, you're going to chop down some 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 brush? I don't I don't I don't get it. What, what's the machete for? Hey man, listen, listen. Your job is to take the order, man. That's your job, Robbie. Don't tell me what my job is. I know what my job is. This is my store, man. Okay, I've been working here a lot longer than you even can imagine. And people don't call up asking for ammonia and, and cleaner and, and, and try to get a smell out. I mean, what? I just, I'm just i trying to figure out how best to help you. I'm sorry, no, but I'm just trying be, to figure what out. What you're doing, Robbie, is you're being nosy. You're being nosy. All you got to do is fill the order and have it, have it done in two hours when I get there. That's all you got to do. I can't do that in two hours. I, I, I can't even. I, I, I'm a little backed up at this point. I, I'm not even sure I can get this done. Maybe tomorrow morning. How, does tomorrow morning work for you? No, oh, man. I got to get rid of this body. I got to get rid of this package what? today. Whoa, 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 whoa. I need to call. Listen, I need to call the police, man. You just said body. That right there. That's the problem. White people always want to call the police when it ain't got nothing to do with them. Listen, all you need to do is fill the order. Okay, okay. <laughs> you listen. I need to tell you something, okay? And I don't know if you if you found a body. I don't know if you're responsible for the body. Either way, I don't want to be any part of this business, okay? I don't know what you're planning or where you're trying to bury this thing, but you're basically asking me to be an accomplice to something that's none of my business. Hey, I need your name right now, okay? What I'm not. I'm not giving you my name. You said I told, you called roofing. Hey, hey, listen to me. You said you called from roofing company. Are you? I'm not, I'm not, hey man, let me tell you something. Why you white folks always trying to be authoritative like that? Why you always whoa, whoa, acting what, like white that? folks? What the your problem? It's not about white folks. It's not about purple, green, black, blue, whatever It's not about white, it's about you asking for That sounds like you're trying to bury a body. Okay, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Are you And you're not What is your name? I need your name. I need your name right now. Hey man, well, first of all, you at work. You're not, you, can't, you ain't supposed to be talking to me like this. I don't care if I'm swearing at work. My co- my, 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 my coworkers, the people here, they all know who I am, and they know if I was talking to someone, some piece of you, that I'd be talking like this too, okay? I'm going to trace this call. You hear me? I'm going to trace this call. I'm going to get the cops on your ass and figure out who the you are. Okay, okay. Well, let me, let me ask you this. Since you want to know who I am, do you know Marcus? I know Marcus. I know, I know Marcus. He works here. Okay. I know him. Okay, Marcus is who got me to call you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Robbie, you just got pranked by your co-worker, Marcus. <laughs> you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> Son of Marcus, Marcus, I see you over there. I see you, little <laughs> I can't believe that. You son of a Marcus. Why don't you tell me this? Harvey morning. I got show. you, baby. Hey, I got to ask you, Robbie. You got to tell me this, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? <laughs> That's easy. It's Steve Harvey Morning Show. Bye, Jocelyn. Okay. Bye, Too much. Okay. Always. Bye, Jocelyn. All right, oh, listen, goodness. we're moving on from that. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news. Marlon and Jackie Jackson. Respond to the Leaving Neverland documentary and in national news, Michael Cohen's testimony on Capitol Hill yesterday. All that coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We all want to be heard, and when we're not, it's frustrating. It doesn't matter what it is. Look, you order a sandwich with extra, extra avocados, then you get the sandwich, nothing, nada, zip. Look, you and I both know extra avocados is a weird request. And extra, extra avocados is even weirder. But that's not the point. You want to be heard. And when you're not, it doesn't feel good. But you know who is listening and making changes, though? AT&T. They're doing whatever it takes to show all of their customers' voices are heard. So they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deal. Are you hearing this? No matter if you've been with them forever or are you thinking about jumping over, every single person gets that same amazing deal. That means me. That means you. AT&T is listening to all of us. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast. I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. The discussions we've had on this show have made me think about my stand on some issues. These are voices and messages that need to be heard and shared. I've seen firsthand that listening leads to change. AT&T understands this too. For a long time, their customers have been saying it isn't fair for new customers to get better deals than existing customers. Recently, AT&T started listening, and they made a big change. Now AT&T is giving all their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. It doesn't matter if they've been with AT&T for a few years or never have before. Everyone pays the same. That's the power of making your voice heard. We all know the typical service experience. This is a pretty big deal for AT&T to start hearing out their customers to learn and change for the better. So listen up and visit att.com slash best deals restrictions apply. Marlon and Jackie Jackson spoke with Gail King on CBS this morning and uh, responded to the controversial Leaving Neverland documentary. Both Marlon and Jackie Jackson stressed that Michael had only good intentions when he had young boys share his bed. Marlon says the public drew the wrong conclusions from Michael having children sleep over at Neverland. Take a listen. But when you phrase that, you know, sharing his bed, young kids having they have sleep up camp out and just you know his everybody just lay in the bed and his fall asleep his kids were there Taj and were little at the time and they all fall asleep in the bed and watching movies and so you can twist it saying sharing his bed with, but yes but it makes you think something else mm-hmm. you know man I think this documentary man is really just a disgrace to discredit this guy they waited all these years them people could have came forward before but it would have had it would have had to prove and 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 show documentation and stuff like that. I knew him really really well, man. Yeah, you did. That's not what that man was about. 
But they, this guy, the one, um, the Robson guy, he said before that Michael did nothing to him. And now in this leaving, yeah, he changed One of the it. accusers, yeah, Wade of, Robson. Yeah, Wade mm. Robson. Yeah, that's his name. Mm. I knew the last name. But yeah, at first, initially, he uh-huh. said Michael didn't do anything. Are you and talking he, about the one whose father was a dentist? No, not him. Okay, because he ca- he discredited all of it. Yeah. He came out and discredited and said he was sorry and apologized. Wow. That was a thing going on. Now they come out with this documentary trying to make some money. Yeah. After this man done passed, this right here, they they trumping up charges on this one, man. All right, let's is, let's hear what uh, Jackie Jackson said, Steve. He said that Michael had the right intentions when he had kids stay over at Neverland. When we grew up coming up, traveling on the road, we was older. Marlon and Michael was much younger. They never had a regular childhood life. Michael always had been a kid at heart, always. He loved Disneyland. He loved those. So he tried to create that world himself. He loved that world. He loved making kids happy. Okay. <laughs> These are his brothers. Look, man, right? I can attest to that. I've been. He invited me down to uh, watch him shoot uh, the Rock My World video. Remember that, Steve. Mm-hmm. And man, his whole trailer was Disney yeah, with his kids. I remember. I sat on the mushroom stool in Detroit. <laughs> you, I'm my big ass sitting up on this mushroom stool, and them two two little kids walk ran through, and I, I Mike, who these little kids in here, dressed like Hansel oh, and Gretel? Uh-huh. What is what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Harrison, uh, Prince yeah, Michael. He laughed at yeah. you. See, those are my children. <laughs> I said, man, I'm sorry, I hadn't seen them in a while. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, I said, like I said hey, man, who these little white kid keep running through here dressed like hands ago? Yeah, you're so crazy. I remember uh, that, Steve. No, nah, man, I've seen this dude, man. I've watched I, this guy, man. I, I I went to, when I when I took him to church. Oh, uh, yeah, fame at fame. Down there at uh, uh, Chip Mary's church. Uh, fame. Uh, and I went to pick him up. He had bought out the top floor of a hotel. The whole suite was turned into ducks and swans on the wall all this here because he was tired of driving from uh from a neverland yeah I, i've been around the guy man i'm telling you man it's one of the most brilliant kind-hearted guys in the world man people took that his love of kids the wrong way you know that's that's all it that's was what his brothers yeah. Are saying. yeah and and oh, oprah man, steve is going to uh, interview his accusers michael's accusers wade robson and uh james safechuck on her uh, own wow. network immediately after monday wow. night's conclusion of the documentary, wow. Leaving Neverland. All right, so now it's time. We're going to move on, Steve. Time for headlines now. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thanks, guys. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Well, it's over. President Trump and North Korea's Kim Jong-un really got into their negotiations on denuclearization yesterday. At one point, the North Korean leader supposedly expressing optimism about the summit's outcome. But by the end of the day, the White House announced no agreement had been made. The president said, well, sometimes you have to walk away. Meanwhile, President Trump's longtime lawyer and fixer, Michael Cohen, was on Capitol Hill testifying before the House Oversight and Reform Committee yesterday. Cohen accused the president of engaging in an expansive pattern of lies and criminality. He said that uh, Trump lied to the public about business interests in Russia, about stolen Democratic emails, and he told California Representative Jackie Spire that he was instructed to lie and also threaten people a lot. How many times did... Mr. Trump asked you to threaten an individual or entity on his behalf. Quite a few times. 50 times? More. 100 times? More. 200 times? More. 500 times? Probably. 
over the over the 10 years? Over the 10 years. And when you say threaten, I'm talking with litigation or an argument with um, a, a nasty reporter that has is writing an article about Mr. Trump. Michael Cohen said, quote, he is a racist. He is a con man. He is a cheat. Michael Cohen's pled guilty to lying under oath to Congress. He says he did so to protect the president, but he says, quote, I am not protecting Mr. Trump anymore. When asked about direct collusion, though, between uh, the Trump campaign and Russia for the uh, campaign against uh, Hillary Clinton, he said he didn't have any evidence of it. Cohen's to appear before the House Intelligence Committee later on today, but that one's going to be a closed-door hearing. The newly democratically controlled House of Representatives voted yesterday to require background checks on all firearm sales and transfers, including those on Online and at gun shows. And the House also expected to consider a measure that would extend the review period for background checks from three to 10 years. However, neither new gun measure is expected to be approved by either the Senate, which is controlled by Republicans, or the Republican president, Mr. Trump. Here's another story from the state that brought you Stand Your Ground and George Zimmerman. This time, a Lakeland, Florida cops arrested an 11-year-old little black boy who argued with a substitute teacher who tried to make him recite the Pledge of Allegiance. The sixth grader said he wouldn't because he said both the flag and the Pledge of Allegiance were racist. However, Anna Alvarez wouldn't let up. She called the police who took the child to a juvenile detention center. School officials suspended the child for three days. Again, this child's 11 years old. His mother is demanding that the charges against his son be dropped. It turns out that the substitute, Anna Alvarez, was wrong. A spokesperson for the school district says students are not required to participate in the pledge. In fact, the Supreme Court ruled in 1943 that kids didn't have to do it. She doesn't teach for that district anymore. This is Ann Tripp. Back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Michael Cohen's testimony in front of the House Oversight Committee was full of drama. Cohen repeatedly accused President Trump of being a con man. He accused him of being a cheat. And he said he lied about hush money and knew about stolen emails. Uh, Cohen also went into significant detail about how he handled payoffs for Trump's alleged affairs with Stormy Daniels and Karen McDougal. Cohen had receipts in which Mr. Trump signed a $35,000 check for hush money reimbursement. And uh, he also suggested that negotiations for a Trump property in Russia extended well into the 2016 campaign and even after Trump became president. So why did Michael Cohen lie to Congress before? Take a listen. The lies that I told to Congress benefited Mr. Trump. It was in furtherance of my protection of Mr. Trump. And I am not protecting Mr. Trump anymore. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. now he's telling us to drop the mic. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to prison. Makes yeah. sense. It does. Yeah. It makes sense. Um, Michael Cohen said his loyal- loyalty to the president cost him everything. He's been disbarred. Uh, he's family. going to jail. He lost yeah. it all. Yeah. You know, yeah. his family's been threatened, he said. He said he can't even walk out in public with his family now. His family has to walk ahead of him. I mean, just his life has been turned upside right. down. I mean, you know, yeah, he committed a crime for sure. You know, look, all of these mm-hmm. uh, Republicans that's steady trying to discredit him and call him a liar. These are the same people, the exact same body Senate hearings that interviewed mobsters who had committed far worse crimes than Michael Cohen, who had murdered people, uh, kidnapped people mutilated people and they took their word to get at the bigger fish slash crime boss 
They took like all their words. You mean uh-huh. the informants, yeah. Oh, yeah, because that's how you bring down yeah. the bigger fish with informants. You you right. make drug boys flip so you mm-hmm. can get to the cartel members. Right. That's right. how it's done. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. all of a sudden, they don't want to hear from you because you told some lies about your personal finances and stuff. Hey, man, if somebody came to me and said, Steve, you finna go to jail, did you take the money? Hell no, I ain't take no money. Right. That's the first lie I'm finna tell. And not only that, Steve, <laughs> Michael Cohen has known the president for t- over 10 years. These How people, could all these yeah. people be going to jail around the president and he don't know a damn thing? Right. Right. Everybody he right. brought up there is in jail. <laughs> right. That's what makes so sure. Yeah, yeah. all work for him. Yeah. All right. Uh, Get out of here. Coming up at 34 after the hour, guys. More on politics and uh, Michael Cohen's testimony right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Michael Cohen, the president's former personal lawyer, testified before the House Oversight Committee on Capitol Hill. He's been convicted for previously lying to Congress as part of an investigation into Russia's alleged involvement in the 2016 election. Republicans have repeatedly questioned Cohen's credibility and suggested his only reason for agreeing to testify is to help himself. Michael Cohen warned the GOP slash Republicans not to protect the president. Take a listen. I did the same thing that you're doing now for 10 years. Mm -hmm. I protected Mr. Trump for 10 years. And I can only warn people, the more people that follow Mr. Trump, as I did blindly, are going to suffer the same consequences that I'm suffering. And when Mr. Trump turned around early in the campaign and said, I can shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and get away with it, I want to be very clear. He's not joking. He's telling you the truth. He said, you don't know him. I do. I sat next to this man for 10 years, and I watched his back. Everybody's job at the Trump Organization is to protect Mr. Trump. Every day, most of us knew we were coming in and we were going to lie for him on something. And that became the norm. And that's exactly what's happening right now in in this country. And it's exactly what's happening here in government, sir. Wow. Oh, Boom. Okay. Ooh, that's oh, I didn't get to watch right. none of this right here. Oh, it was so good. It was, it was good. so good. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I mm-hmm. believe everything he said. Everything. Because why would he lie now? He has nothing to lose. Yes. Nothing. He's already going to prison. God. Uh, I wish Trump had to sit in there while all this was going on. Oh, you know he planned to be out of the man. country now. Hey, man, I'm telling you, this Let's guy, see. if you don't think that all of this is orchestrated, if you don't think his team... They knew for a month that he, this was his testimonial date. Yeah, yeah, Steve, right. They put this summit together within the last 30 days. <laughs> How Come convenient. On, man. Yeah. Let's go over here and try to do something good to distract from his testimony. Mm-hmm. If you don't think that they're, they're, that they're that cunning, you don't understand how these people are who have money, man. And, and I'm telling you, man, Jesus. And Steve, you're so right. I I was kind of mad at the Democrats though because I just didn't feel like they were going for the jugular, like they just being dirty. Yeah, I just yeah. you know because go it's for like, it. Yeah, it's a fight. I mean, this is a fight. Let's go. 
Let's let's meet the Republicans. We don't want to hit them too same, hard now. Let's yeah, be aggression, nice. Aggression, you know. Right. But they yeah. were trying to get information. They Republicans really were. were emotional and just kept trying to defend the president. And I yeah. think that's why Michael Cohen said what he said. Okay, you see where your loyalty gonna get right. you. Y'all just right. gonna keep riding with him. <laughs> right. Let's see what happens. He, Cohen didn't Cohen say he would take a bullet for the president? Mm-hmm. He did. Yeah. Yeah. That's loyal. Wow, Steve. Well, that's ride or die. You know what, man? Let me that's tell you ride something. or die right yeah, there. No that's what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something, man. It's, uh, my family, I'm taking bullets for. My family. Oh, Tommy. You're, you're his nephew. You better, you better take that bullet. <laughs> but that's loyalty, though. I mean, he, that's loyalty right there. And, but he and lost the, everything because of his loyalty yeah. to this man. And, the, and who didn't show him the same loyalty, who abandoned him. They better him. take heed to what he's saying, yeah, though. Better they better listen, yeah. man. And Cohen is due to report to prison in May for his three-year prison sentence. Yeah. <sighs> and he knows I, he's I got to face seen it. I all to yeah, yesterday. Yeah. And I thought he was really concerned about his family. I, I really felt that he I believe was that. very much concerned about be. his family. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. he's playing with that. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. His Absolutely wife and his is. kids. Yeah. Yeah. And he, I could, you know, some people said he wasn't remorseful. I saw remorse. Yeah. I did, mm-hmm. you know. All he right. He cried at the end. Yeah, no, he was. He, he's, he's yes, a, he was you know, crying. man, yeah. I know you probably, I don't know how people going to tell I like to do yeah. I like yeah. to do. I know how he can get in that position. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Doing his job, staying loyal. You know, man, they play that game. The money game is like that, man. Don't them boys in that big money. Brutal. Especially that what he doing. Because mm-hmm. he getting his money. The, the art of the deal. Read that book, man. Hook crook steal. Mm-hmm. He don't care how he get it. Right. It's not a moral guy. It's not a moral guy at all. All right, we got to go, Steve. Up next, it is the nephew with the prank phone call coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, my fiancé is jealous of my bromance. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What do you have for us today, Neff? Happening all over the uh, country, Shirley. It's happening. We got to get some control on it, all right? This right here Uh is cough control. Cough control. Cough control. (laughs) Like cough? That. Yes, that. What? All day at work. They sick. Then you shouldn't be there. Cough control. Let's go. Hello? Hello. I'm trying to reach Carla, please. Yeah, speaking. Hi, Carla. It's Herschel James over in Human Resources. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing today? Not bad. Uh, what is this okay. call about? I'm sorry? What is this call about? Well, I got a, a complaint that's been sent to us that we want to try to address and see if we can handle this in a in an orderly fashion. You've been over in the uh, client services department for, what, last three, four years now? Almost five years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting some complaints, Carla, about you. I don't know if you're sick. But you're you seem to be coughing quite a bit, and there's people on that floor that are starting to uh, complain about it. Is, is, do we need to like give you some time off? Tell me what's what? going on with you. Oh no 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 no! There must be a mistake. I mean, I had a cold for a couple of days. That's okay. it. Yeah, I, I right. can't I can't imagine. Have, have, have you had a uh, extensive cough that's been going on longer than a week or two? Have you been coughing a lot? 
I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't count when I how many times I cough. I'm, you know, I, I so I don't, I don't really understand. There were well, complaints. let me, let me, let me, let me tell you what we're gonna do. Because I, you know, you've been with us a long time, and and we understand that you know the weather has been bananas, and uh, we, you know, we want to make sure that everybody's accommodated. Now, we what we've come up with just to try to um, accommodate everybody. We're going to move you. Right now, I know you're on the fourth floor. So we're going to move you to the seventh floor yeah. in, the next, in the next couple of weeks. Where, and, you know, there's, that's kind of where um, it's kind of like a, uh, an area where there's more coughing people up oh, there. Oh, no, we're gonna oh, move no, you. oh, no, oh, no, no, no. That, that won't be necessary. I'm, I'm feeling much better. I've been at the same spot the entire time I've been with the company. I don't need to be moved to the seventh floor. I don't need to be moved for any health reasons. I'm doing fine. I'm good. You don't have to worry about hold, that. Hold, 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 hang on. Hang on. Let's slow down a minute, Carla. Um, I, and I I understand where you're coming from. I, I know what you don't want to be moved because you've been there and you're probably comfortable where you are. But um, they're asking that you wear one of the, uh, you know, surgical masks for two weeks until we get you up to the uh, to the next. No, floor. wait. You got you. You guys can't just move me. How, how are you gonna How are you gonna just move me without asking me my side of the story? Well, you're yeah. coughing I mean, out of control. You know, you got. You, you, well, listen to me. You got. You know, there's people, and I, who, I'm sure who, they're probably who's complaining about me. Uh, well, it must be the people that are actually right around you. I'm, I'm hearing she's spreading germs. Or they think you have the flu. But some people are saying it's disgusting. You keep no, coughing and coughing. Not. Even if it was the flu, which it was not, that doesn't last for months. Like, I am good. I'm all set. I had a little cold, but not enough to okay. be moving me. Okay. Well, let me tell you what it's doing. It's it's creating a, a, a real hostile environment is what it's doing. Hostile and, No one said anything except maybe a God bless you once that when I sneeze. I don't understand why anyone would take this to human resources. And you I, said, I you, said you guys want me to wear a mask? You got, we're going to need, well, as, as of tomorrow, starting tomorrow, tomorrow. You'll have the surgery, we'll, it'll be, we'll have that at your cubicle tomorrow. No, okay? no, no, that's not... You guys, you guys can't just have me wearing a, a mask the night before. It, I've never seen it's anyone a, it's wear a, it's a, it's a It's a I'm surgical mask. You'll wear that, that for sick. two weeks until I, until I can get you upstairs to where that's the coughing floor. We'll have you up there where people that's are coughing, coughing and nobody's going to be complaining about you. That doesn't sound very hygienic to me. You're gonna put well, it's not, it's, but it's not hygienic of what's going on on your floor. No, You're coughing, no, and the well, people are complaining. Right let me tell you something right now. I'm gonna uh, appeal this decision. I'm not going to no seventh floor. I'm not wearing a mask. I feel good. If you guys want some health records, I can provide that for you. But y'all ain't gonna have me moving and acting and looking crazy just because somebody said they don't like that I cough. We all cough in the winter. Okay, Carla. Let, let, let's 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 slow down. Okay. I want to try you to help are, you as much as you I, I want to help. You want me to slow down, but you're the one talking about moving me, making me wear a mask on in, in the in the morning. Like that's not right. None of that's right. Okay, Carla. If you can't put the mask on tomorrow, I'm going to have to ask you to not come in tomorrow. Now that decision is up to you. No, that decision's not up to me because I want to appeal the decision. So you, who else can I talk to? Because this, this is this conversation is not. This isn't. We'll this, have this, this meeting next crazy. week. I will let you know when it is. But you can't come in until we have the meeting at this point. No. Okay? Oh, so am I going to get paid days off? You're not getting paid days off. You, you can come no. out. You don't I, I, I can't talk to you anymore. You're you not have to wear the sense. surgical mask. You're not darling. making any sense. I can't talk to you. All right, you're going to piss me off. This is not right. None of this shit.
sounds legal right now. I need to talk to somebody else because because I can't right now. Do you want to wear the surgical? Will no, you I'm wear not the surgical no tomorrow. That is the way I can allow you to work tomorrow. No, I'm not wearing the mask. Stop talking to me about a mask. I'm not sick. What I'll do tomorrow is I'm going to go talk to a damn lawyer and my doctor and give y'all give y'all something else to think about. Okay. Well, here's what we'll do. I will schedule you a, a meeting at 11 o'clock. It looks like we have something available of Wednesday of next week. No, 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 no problem. Listen, you keep your damn meeting. You're, the meeting we'll have is with the lawyer because I'm sure this is civil rights, a violation or something. You can't do this. Okay. Would you like our lawyer to call your lawyer? I, I'm, I'm getting off the phone with you. I need to go get some legal advice. I, I can't be doing this with you right now. Okay, well, before you go, before you go, now, you, would you like to know who's complaining about you? Yeah, a matter of fact, I would like to know. Who? I want to know exactly who the f- is complaining about me. Okay. Tommy is the one that's saying that you're coughing who? all over the place. You don't put your hand over who? your mouth. I, I, you, I can't hear you. Who do you say? Tommy. There's no Tommy on my floor. I, you have the wrong person. Like No, I don't. That's not Tommy, me. There's no Tommy, Tommy on my floor. Is, no Tommy ever complained about you. Tommy is a 100% that it's you. That doesn't make any sense because there is no Tommy on my floor. I don't even know a Tommy. Do you know a nephew, Tommy, from Steve Harvey Morning Show? Do you know him? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Carla, you just got pranked by your co-worker, DeVita, baby. Oh DeVita just... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sitting here having hot flashes, stressed out about the fry and looking on the Internet for a lawyer. <laughs> I, I can't... Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I'm mad at you. Why would you got to take it that far, though? You, you went so far. <laughs> hey, you got to tell me this. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Listen, it's the Steve Harvey Morning Show, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, we got a couple people on this show that need a, a mask over their mouth, you know, with some cough control. It's a few of y'all on here. Oh. I'm not finna say that because we got to work together. But but you know we got some we got some people need to be on the call control. We really well, just do. Just say it. Yeah, I don't want to see it. I don't want to start that. <laughs> but you said that. Oh, much. king of pranks! You gonna prank somebody about it? <laughs> Have you had it on the plane with a person next oh, to you? Just man, yeah. Just a, don't stop. I hit my yeah. flight attendant button. Get him. <laughs> what they gonna do, Junior? I don't know, but he can't be here. <laughs> you but you're in the key. middle. You messed up. Man. Ain't no way you can go. Ooh, the middle tough. <laughs> it's jumping off tonight. The nephew is at the Arlington Improv tonight. All the only tickets left. Friday night, two shows. Saturday night, two shows. Those are gone. The nephew is in the building tonight. Tickets on sale right now. Arlington Improv, right outside of Dallas. All right, thank yeah. you, Neff. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it will be the Strawberry Letter. Subject, my fiancé is jealous of my bro-mance. My fiance is jealous of my bromance. Don't hear that word a lot, bromance, but we'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. Here's a question. What's it like to feel lucky? We've all got a lucky friend. The one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly the TV's on sale. 
They drive around town and boom, suddenly the perfect parking spot is right there. It's a great feeling when things go your way. And now AT&T is giving everyone that I just lucked out feeling every day. Good things shouldn't only favor the few and AT&T gets this. So they're making a big change in giving all of their customers both new and existing the same great deals. That's right, all New customers, existing customers, that means everyone, everybody, everybody, whatever big, juicy AT&T deal you see, you can jump on it. And that beats a good parking spot every day of the week. This is huge. Whether you've been with AT&T for years or just starting to think about switching, visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. Your clothes shouldn't just reflect your style. They should fit your lifestyle too. Our friends at Kohl's understand that, which is why they offer an amazing selection of products and national brands that don't make you choose between fashion and function, style and comfort, work and workout. I'm talking all of your favorites like Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, Champion, and more. Designed for the look you want and the life you lead, all at the value you'll love. And now Kohl's has a new exclusive athleisure brand of their own called Flex. FLX. Flex balances smart, relevant style with functional performance and comfort ready for wherever the day takes you. And you know, Kohl's cares about sustainability, which is why the entire Flex collection is made using sustainable methods and materials. So you can flex your style, flex your body, and flex your impact on the world. Very cool. So when you want to look good, but you need it to be easy, effortless, and affordable, Kohl's is the only place to go. Shop in store or online at Kohl's.com. All right, guys, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need some advice on your dating situation, your relationships, some sex, uh, work, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air. And they're always fun to read. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, sir. Subject, my fiancé is jealous of my bromance. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been engaged to my fiancé for a year, and I love her dearly. When we met, I had a lot of female friends, and I let those friendships die down a bit out of respect for her. I remained really close with my best friend, though. He and I have been friends since we were 11 years old, and we've been through a lot together. He lives in a different state, so we talk and text a lot. But now, that's a big problem for my fiancé. She listens to our conversations when he calls. She goes through my phone and reads our text messages, and it's getting to be too much. We don't have passcodes on our phone, so the other day she read texts between my best friend and I, and uh, he said that he loved me. I texted back, love you too, bro, because he was going through a little situation at work. She commented on that, but I I laughed it off and told her to put my phone down. Then he sent me a birthday card, and she read it and commented that she had never seen a man send another man a birthday card. I couldn't take it anymore, and I went off. I told her it was completely normal to have a bromance in a brotherly type of way with a best friend. She was not trying to hear it, and she demanded that I end the friendship with him. 
She also does not want him in our wedding as my best man. To avoid conflict with her, I haven't really addressed the situation yet. She does not trust me at all, and I cannot start a marriage off like this. She might have to um, worry about me having a best. She might not have to worry about me having a best man at this point. What can I do to get this woman to stop insulting me and let her know that making demands on me is not cool? Please help. Wow. wow. I was there to the yeah. birthday card. I was yeah. there the birthday card. Well, <laughs> oh, there I go coughing. Well, she's got <laughs> issues. <laughs> she's got issues, okay? That's how I see it. And please know that if she's this possessive now, it's going to only get worse when you guys get married. This is who she is. I mean, I don't think... I'm just going to say it. I don't think you two are ready for marriage just yet because where is the trust? You mentioned it. She doesn't trust you. Where is it? I mean, she doesn't like you talking to him. She doesn't like you guys texting each other. He lives in another state. She ear hustles when you're on the phone. Uh, She's judging your friendship or, as you call it, a bromance. Um, uh, And now she's trying to stop him or she's demanded that he not uh, be your best man in your wedding. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't know a lot of guys who send each other birthday cards, but I do know guys who wish each, wish each, wish each other happy birthday. Uh, so I don't see anything wrong with this. She can't demand he not be your best man. That's not her call. It's yours. I mean, I don't know how old you are, but you guys have been best friends since you were 11 years old. He probably is like a brother to you. And, uh... A brother to whom you can say, I love you too, bruh. I, I think you guys, you and your fiancé, need to get in some sort of marriage counseling, ASAP. Because if you don't and go ahead and, and tie the knot and, and, and get married, I don't think this situation is going to work, work. Because she clearly has a problem with your BFF. Clearly mm. she does. Steve? No, this is a huge disaster that I'm reading right here. Uh, this is really, really bad. And I mean, it's bad on so many levels. Uh, first of all, we're not talking about a female friend. Right. We're talking about a guy friend. Now, she was obviously, she's the jealous type to begin with. So the man ended all his female relationships, let him die down. He got rid of all the females. Mm-hmm. But he didn't have this boy in his life, his partner, since they was 11. And they done been through a lot together. He live in a different state, so we talk and text a lot. He out of state. Damn. So they talk and text a lot, and that's a big problem for the fiance. She listen in on the phone call. She go through your phone, read the text. We don't have passcodes on the phone, so the other day she read text between me and my best friend, and he said that he loved me. I text, I love you too, bro. The other day, I told Ricky Spade I loved him. In a text, Dog, I've been knowing this dude. We was lying brothers. We played together. Mm-hmm. Dog, I do love him. Dog, me and this dude was up in some real situations. So then I got some friends that we've been friends with since we uh four years old. Mm-hmm. We text each other. We 60-year-old dudes. Manny 63. Oh, Everybody else is 62. We all the same age. We grew, we've been friends. Manny and Rick grew up in Pampas together. They've they been on the block since they was babies. We moved there, and the rest of us got in at about four. Mm-hmm. We've been knowing each other 58 years. Them my dudes, we text all the time. 
We could, we don't text every day, but we text all the time. Them brothers call me and tell me I love you, man. I hear what they saying about you. Don't worry about that. We know the truth. We love you, dog. You need us to roll out there. Let us know. That's what I be getting. Mm-hmm. They love me and I love them. It's nothing wrong with that. Now she commented. She commented on that, but you laughed it off. Told her to put my phone down. Then he sent me a birthday card and commented she'd never seen a man send another man a birthday card. Well, I ain't send nobody no damn card. Right. But we group text each other on everybody's birthday because when you grow up together, the first one to become a teenager, man, he came for a day. The first one to hit 16, he came for a day. The first one to hit 18, oh, Lord. We've been in this contest our whole life. First one to hit 21. Then after we 25, then we stopped after that because, hell, ain't no more markers. <laughs> so I don't understand. But we do send those little, those little, E birthday cards that explode yeah. when you open it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so yeah. cute, Steve. Look Damn, at you. you know, little dude, yeah. I, I didn't send it, Shirley. I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to do that. But it's cute. When I hit a text and explode, like my boy Butch, now he know how to send that. It explode. We be joking with him. Hey, man, you texting too damn like a little girl. Now you explode in balloons and stuff. And we laugh, mm-hmm. but we all want that. now she got a problem with that Mm -hmm. but i'm gonna tell you the real problem when we come back she don't want this dude to be the best man at the wedding oh lord when we come back (laughs) we now have a major problem okay all right okay All right, we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 after the hour. Steve, subject, my fiancé is jealous of my bromance. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's recap today's strawberry letter. Uh, My fiancé is jealous of my bromance is the subject. Let's go. Let me swallow this water first, Shirley. (laughs) All right. Okay. (laughs) Now... Now, <laughs> this show is so real. This is this, reality radio right here. This lady is jealous mm-hmm. of her fiance's relationship with his boy. But she overly jealous, though, man. She don't like y'all talking. She don't like y'all texting. She reads y'all texting. The dude live out of town. Damn. Yeah. This ain't a girl. Now, if you question whether man gay or not, then just you that's what you're really trying to say. Mm-hmm. Let's just be honest. Yeah, it is. Now that ain't what the man's saying, but damn lady, you up on him like like it's just like you if you convinced about that and you don't want to marry a gay dude, then why you marrying him? Just go on where you going. If that's what you think he is. But he telling you in so many words he ain't. Now this ain't about gay or not gay. I'm just throwing out the other obvious option that I see in this damn letter. Mm-hmm. But this woman crazy, man. Yeah. You done cut off all your friends. You can't do a birthday card. And now, he said, I couldn't take it anymore. I went off. I told her it was completely normal to have a bromance in a brotherly type of way with a best friend. She wasn't trying to hear it. She demanded that I end the friendship with him. Mm. Wait a minute. What, lady? That's crazy, right? Hey, man, you can't pick my friends. Marjorie can't pick my partners. Dog, I've been knowing these dudes. I know when they come around, they say some stuff that ain't really that cool. I, I told you they were going to say it before they came out here. I told her. I said, hey, baby, now listen to me. These cats I come up with now, they a little bit different. 
Mm-hmm. They still hood. They ain't finna change. All right, Steve. Okay, Steve, but he crazy though. I told you that before he came out here. You know, you the same one I told not to force me to go to my damn niece wedding. And you made me take my ass up there to my niece wedding. Now you in here talking about we got to get out of here. No, we ain't finna get out of here. We finna watch them all this fiasco. Like I told you. Now you try you got you this man ain't finna end this relationship with his boy? Nope. Dog, and that's wrong of you to ask, man. But to avoid conflict with her, I'm oh oh. Then she also don't want him in our wedding as my best man. That's crazy. Okay, that's crazy. So who gonna be his best man except his best man? You tell him got to end the friendship and he can't be in the wedding, man. This ain't gonna be much of a wedding for this dude. I now to avoid conflict, I ain't addressed the situation. She don't trust me at all, and I can't start a marriage off like this. I got news for you. You damn sure can. Because let me tell you something. The only thing that changes after you get married, and I've said this before, the preacher told this to me, is the appearance of your left hand, third finger. So, partner, you marry this girl if you want to, but you finna finna be in an abyss, brother. Finna be a funeral. Dog, you finna be... You finna be on the boat and the Kraken gonna come up out the water and you the only one he gonna snatch off the damn boat. Wow. You going down with this one right here. Man, I was talking with a dude today. That's how he was married before. Mm-hmm. He described his marriage. He said he was married to the Kraken. <laughs> he said, man, she just come up out the water and snatch my ass off the boat. <laughs> Dog, this dude. I said, damn. Wow. He said, man, it was like living in an abyss. Mm. Wow. And there's a scripture, and I've asked Shirley to send it to me before, but it goes to the tune something like this. I'm not quoting it exactly, but new translation. But it is better to live on the corner of a rooftop of a of a it is better to live on the corner of a rooftop. And inside the house with a quarrelsome woman. Yep. Come on, boy. Mm-hmm. Brother, you know how hot it is on that roof? It's bro, better to be up there on the hot bro, roof. Hot roof, thunderstorming, blizzard. <laughs> Come it's on. It's better to be up there on the corner of that roof than inside the house. With a, with, <laughs> yeah, for real, man. Than with a quarrelsome woman. That's the scripture. You finna walk into yep. the hellfire, boy. <laughs> you you finna on. purgatory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so now she might not have to worry about me having the best man at this point. What can I do to get this woman to stop insulting me and let her know that making demands on me is not cool? It's past making the demands on you. She's telling who your friends can be. She's telling me who your best man is. She wants you to end a friendship. What woman really wants her man to end a genuine friendship? When most women know how important it is to have a good friend. The Bible says a friend is often closer than even a brother. My boy, let me tell you something. My boy Greg Calhoun, Greg Calhoun was my dude, man. He was closer to me than my brothers. That scripture is true. So now you, man, my wife loved Greg Calhoun. We all did. Yeah, Absolutely. he was a great guy. He really because was. all of you saw what he was mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dog, I never saw nobody stood for me like this man. I, I ain't seen it. And <laughs> now, Marjorie, Marjorie going to say, get rid of Greg. No, she said, whenever you go in to play golf, take Greg with you. Because she loved him. Because mm-hmm. she knew what he stood for. He stood for his family, his wife, his grandkids. You go with Greg. 
She yeah. heard him yeah. talk about me. Mm-hmm. She said, Steve, that man love you. So I love him. What woman wants her husband to get rid of a friend when they so hard to come back? Well, yes. she didn't like the fact that he said, love you too, bruh. Bruh, you know how many times I'd have said that? Dog, my boy Big Blue called me. He said, I love you, man. I said, I love you too. Now, we ain't say man, but we said it. Mm-hmm. We use another word, but, you know. He's close yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, it's, yeah. They they yeah. got major problems. She, hey, she's man, too this, possessive this, this, this ain't, this ain't, uh, this ain't counseling. This walk out, bro. I'm telling well, you right now, <laughs> get out of this. This ain't counseling. No, I, I leave. You would just leave, huh? I, I, for, bef- yeah. This, this is the biggest warning shot you can get. You finna marry her, yeah. man? You finna walk into <laughs> hell, partner? You going right. to Hades? We gotta go. <laughs> uh, listen, email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's strawberry letter at Steve Harvey FM. Coming up in 10 minutes, our girl from the talk, the one and only Cheryl Underwood. Proverbs 21 and 9. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update. But right now, Steve, introduce our girl from the talk. Cheryl Underwood. Steve Harvey, man, listen. Chicago (laughs) about to make history because a black woman going to be the mayor. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, that's about to happen. Yeah, hate to say it, but the Daily Dynasty is over, you know, because the other brother didn't even make it through the was it the primary or whatever they be doing oh. over there. This <laughs> this is the most exciting Shirley Scrubberries since, since we Harold, elected Mayor. You better, say, yes, you Harold. knew I was gonna say Harold <laughs> yes. Washington. You knew it. Yes. You knew it. And now we got we gonna have two sisters gonna possibly be the mayor. One of I'm not gonna even gonna say which one I want. I'm just excited that it's happening. And don't y'all think that sisters is really showing themselves in politics. Mm-hmm. Don't y'all think yeah. so? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Like that Gorgeous. sister that rolled her eyes when old boy was talking smack at the Cohen hearing <laughs> and everything. Pla- what's her name? Plasco. Yeah. And she she rolled her eyes like, you need to shut the... F- <laughs> Thank God the Democrats can uh, walk and chew gum. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes. the one that said that. Yeah. The, let me tell you something. The Democrats. Well, I got to give it. A, I'm a Republican, mm-hmm. and our side was whack. Get our side people. was going along to get along. Oh my! I was so embarrassed for our party. I party. went and started talking to a statue of Ronald Reagan. I was so uh, embarrassed for uh, our party. <laughs> <laughs> but the Democrats was on fire. They say ain't nobody asking nothing about what Trump done did and is coming telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And when the dude broke down that every mob case, yes. every a RICO case would would you have to give everybody back their stuff mm-hmm. if they didn't have somebody to turn? That was yeah, yeah. That dude, that that dude. Oh, they said that. that? Dude. Yes, they oh, yeah. said yeah. yes. Sure, yeah. it was good. Steve. I told he just you that. said that. I told you yeah. that, Steve. Yeah, they yeah, said I, that. But, I, but I didn't. But see, I said the same thing this morning. I didn't see that part. Mm-hmm. But that's what I was saying, man. They tripping. That's what we were mm-hmm. telling you, Steve. Right. That's right. That's, they they that's said. Exact same thing. That's crazy, man. That's yeah. right. That's that's Damn. ain't it the crazy? The craziest stuff in the world. But uh, let me tell you what else is crazy. Mm-hmm. What? Dennis Rodman say he want to help Trump get the Nobel Prize. 
Ooh, turn my mic what? off right now because I'm about to he say every we get the Nobel Peace Prize because he's over there with his friend Kim Jong Un. <laughs> and they probably drinking that Crown Royal straight because ain't that what Kim Jong Un's drink? Dennis <laughs> don't drink? mess around and his ass gonna be a hostage. With the dogs. <laughs> oh, wow. You let him keep on. Your tall ass gonna be in a prison somewhere messing around with that little crazy ass man. That's that's what I'm talking about. For real, for real. Hey, wait a minute. Let's talk a little entertainment. Well, I guess the investigation ain't gonna really get R. Kelly the way some people want, but child support is close by. That's right, baby. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Whatever it takes. Yeah. Yeah. Get man, him in there. They about get him. A hundred and seventy some thousand dollars worth. Of how many children you got? Dang. Dang, they about to get it. Child support. You can't escape child. Support. You might be able to lawyer up around some things, but you're not gonna be able to escape child supports. Hey, anybody watching The Mad Singer? Yes, girl. That's so many things. I got so, it with reality update. Uh-uh. Don't oh, you it. do? Oh, yes, I guess two of them. I would just like to applaud myself, Tommy and Junior, for two. being one of the clues. Remember one time they thought oh, I was yes, old now? That's right. Yes, Cheryl, they did. Yes, they, they did. They sure did. That's right. Yeah. They sure did. That's when you know you find We're going to send Harvey on this, Cheryl. He needs hey, to be on uh-huh. there because he can sing. Mm-hmm. Steve can sing. It's I really know Steve a good can show. sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Do you know yeah. how I know Steve can sing? Stop trying huh. to talk me into crazy stuff. Because no, Steve used fun. to be in the Hot Towers, coldest group in, in TV. <laughs> 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 Sorry. It's the Funk Hits the Fan, well, the Carol. Hits the fan. Yeah. Listen yeah. to me. Oh, Listen to me. Come you on, better speak on it. <laughs> Come on, get with me. You know what, Steve? Steve, you when should go on Cedric's show, The, the Neighborhood, and reunite. Well, that's all right. <laughs> Who that mm. said that? He's yeah. having a moment, Cheryl. Why is he having a moment? Yeah. yeah. He should go on The Neighborhood. Don't, don't you think he should go on Cedric's show, The Neighborhood, and they reunite? Anytime you love, reunite love them, that too. Show. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be, I'm going to go, nice. go on the show in the fall. Oh, oh really? you in the neighborhood? Yeah, yeah I'm that's gonna that's gonna be good. You hey, you know what I I told I told Cedric I said you need to fall asleep watching Sanford and Son and let me play Anna Esther. <laughs> <laughs> you a fish eye fish eye fool. That would be Cheryl, so fun. That's but funny. don't tell it. You gonna tell it, Carlos? You gonna tell it what happened? Yes, I'm going to talk happened. about the winners of the mask in reality update. Okay, know. that's going to be good. Okay. Can I say one thing? Yes, of Can course. I say it. Um, when Michael Jackson died, all the discussion is over for me. That's all uh-huh. I got to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. all. That's no, for real. That's how I'm going all the way. This is land. a bunch yeah. of bull. You know, man, y'all had plenty of time to come with this. This is about money, about this doc- documentary. It's mm-hmm. all, it's so, I mean, I hope Oprah light their ass up. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure she will. Because mm-hmm. Oprah, you know what? O- Oprah's a smart, oh, yeah. smart interviewer. Yes, man. absolutely. That's oh, right. She That's ain't right. that, hey man, let me tell you something. Oprah Winfrey gonna be prepared. See, yes. when she do them master classes, yes. they come in there, man. They this I've done one with her. Lord mm-hmm. have mercy, Jesus. You, you ain't <laughs> Why no, you ain't, say it like that, Steve? Hey, dog, because they prepared. Uh-huh. They got to have ask you do their everything. Yeah. Oh, dog, they got information. Yeah. You can't come That's on right. that line. Yeah. Now, you coming so, in hey. here with a book about lies? Oh, she uh-huh. done her research. Mm-hmm. Hey, Steve, like she got that dude that was supposed to be on drugs. 
Remember? And and he wasn't really, he had lied to her. Oh, Remember that billion book, little last, pieces or little something? Piece, the that's name of that right. Book, yeah. show, show did. Mm-hmm. Look, I know how prepared you got to be when you be with Oprah. I went to the Weight Watchers. Didn't know they had homework. Very upset with myself. <laughs> <laughs> you failed the Weight Watchers homework. Yeah, man, I didn't know they had homework. I didn't know they had homework at the Weight Watchers. Are you doing something with weight? Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm trying to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, what's about to happen? No, I'm just asking because we want, we want to promote it. Oh, well, okay. Let me talk to you offline because I can't give up the liquid potato. Now, if you can get me to do that, I'd be a dime piece by the time. Yeah, that liquid potato, the liquid potato. man. Potato. Yeah, that's the man I can't let go of. <laughs> All right, Cheryl. <laughs> All right, Cheryl. Thank you so much as always. Uh, we got Carl and her reality update coming up next. Oh, oh right I want to listen. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's crazy how much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care. And even crazier that we all just accept it. It's time to face facts. Health care is backwards. Luckily, there's Forward, a new approach to primary care that's surprisingly personal and refreshingly straightforward. Forward never makes you feel like just another patient. Backed by top-rated doctors and the latest tech, Forward gives you access to personalized care whenever you need it. Using in-depth genetic analysis and real-time blood work, Forward's top-rated doctors provide you with in-depth insights to better understand your genetics, mental, and physical health. They then create custom, easy-to-understand plans to help guide you to achieving long-term health. With Forward, you get unlimited in-person visits with your doctor and access to care anytime via the Forward app, all for one flat monthly fee. It's time to stop accepting backwards health care and start moving your health forward. Visit GoForward.com today to learn more. That's GoForward.com. Love your propane grill? Well, life just got a little easier with Propane Taxi. Stop lugging that tank. Propane Taxi is a propane grill tank home delivery service that's ridiculously easy and convenient. Just go online, choose a delivery date, and Propane Taxi delivers grill tanks straight to your door. You can exchange any brand of tank. And right now, new customers get their first tank exchanged for $10 with promo code TANK10. That's $10 for your first tank exchange with promo code TANK10. Visit PropaneTaxi.com. No no contact, no commitment, no problem. All right, Tommy, let's go. Get ready, y'all. She is here, a call of fail. Reality update. Thank you, nephew. All right, here we go. Last night, season finale of The Mask Singer. It's a reality uh. show. It's a singing competition show hosted by Nick Cannon. We love the show. I mean, everybody in the country it's is good. watching this singing competition show. So, last night, season finale, we learned the celebrity identity of the last three singers. The Bee, the Monster, and the Peacock. So, in third place, so you know the audience got to vote, the studio audience, they got to vote the ranking of the final three contestants. So, in third place, the Bee came in third place. Who do you think the Bee was? Some people thought it was Anita Baker. LeBron James. No, it was a female. Some people thought it was Anita Baker. Some people thought it was Caitlyn Jenner. (laughs) What did you say, Steve? He said Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, gosh. (laughs) I didn't watch. Wait, is he right? I don't know. (laughs) No, he's not right. 
The B was Gladys Knight. Gladys, Gladys Knight, Knight baby. Oh, okay. Ooh, she looked so good last night. And she said the reason mm-hmm. why she did the show was to reinvent herself, Don't you know, just trying new things. So it was really, really good. She's a legend, and all of the judges. So let me ask you, know, you something. So the contestants, they actually sing? Yes. These contestants, they're in their costumes, and they get to sing. It's over a 12-week period, and, and they're singing, and they're kind of competing against man. each other. And you don't know so who they, they are. Guess, yeah, you don't know who they are. You kind of think you know by their voices, and they give you clues. All right, so second place, the Peacock, Donnie Osmond was the Peacock. Donnie Osmond. Donnie Osmond, yes, he was the Peacock. And the winner, the monster. Drum roll. Uh-huh. A lot of people thought it was CeeLo. Some people thought it was Jamie Foxx. I thought it was Jamie, Carl. Okay, the monster. The winner was T-Pain. T-Pain, T-Pain was the winner. He fooled everybody. He and can sing. Yes, and that was the thing. That's T-Pain why he said rapper? he... He yes. was dog. He was the he monster. Steve, yes. Really? He, yes, he oh. was singing the whole time. And he said the reason why he did the show was because, you know, when he first came out on the scene, the whole auto-tunes and, you know, the voice box and things like that. So people didn't think he could sing at all. So he turns out to be a really good vocalist. He's so shout good. out to T-Pain. Yeah. Damn. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So, you know, some of the other contestants throughout the season, you know, the deer was Terry Bradshaw. Uh, the unicorn was Tori Spelling. Nah. The alien was LaToya Jackson Jr., uh, mm. So the winner receives bragging rights, and then they get the gold, golden mass trophy. And so there you go. That's are. why we're telling you to go on this show, dog. It's Steve, fun. you would kill. Oh, it's you would fun. be so good on this oh, show. I didn't know it was on. His walk be too cool. <laughs> no, he, no, 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 you can, what? they can come up with something good. Like uh, Tommy Chong, remember Cheech and Chong? He was the pineapple. On the show, uh, Antonio yeah. Brown from the Steelers, he was the hippo. So they could come up with some great costumes for you, Steve. I think you would be so good on this show. You really would. And you can keep that costume costume, and do what they had in that letter we did yesterday, the furries. What's the name of it? The strawberry case... letter, the furry fetish. Yeah, I, I, won't, I won't be bringing that to my house. <laughs> <laughs> I can promise you my wife ain't been doing that. She, but she you would have fun on this show, though, dog. Because no, you, no, no, no. you can no, sing no. a little bit anyway. Yeah, you could sing, and they yeah, would be totally no, shocked. No. Yeah, folks would be totally shocked. So anyway. And, that dog, was... and sit down, sit down in your costume and play the piano, too. And then it's going to throw them, dog. Yeah, that will blow them away. You have to give them little hints throughout the uh, season who you are. And people can, you know, they can kind of guess. But you don't reveal yourself till the end if you make it each round. Okay, so So I can give hints like. Cleveland. Really? You can say whatever. Like Gladys Knight, one of her hints was uh, a peach. You know what I mean? I do like a a pimp. No. Moving on, let's switch gears. Like uh, Baker Mayfield. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no. I don't understand how to. That? That's like, Cleveland. Bro. Cleveland. No, I, I yeah. got where you were going. With you know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. the, that's the hint. All right, let's move on. So I got a question for you guys. Let me break this down. Joe okay. Button, he was mad at Safari because Safari didn't tell him that Safari's current girlfriend is Erica Mina. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, Joe Button... His baby mama, his current girlfriend is Sin. Do you guys remember that Erica Mena and Sin used to date? Uh Y'all remember that? Oh, yeah. On Love and Hip Hop New York? New York, uh uh-huh. All right, all right. So all of them, 
the whole crew, they went on a trip. You know they go on these trips, Steve. Mm-hmm. They went to, they went to Costa Rica, right? And yeah. Fight. Yes. And fight. Yeah, they <laughs> and argue <laughs> and all of that. Yes. Right. So Joe Button, he was upset at, mm-hmm. towards the end of the trip with Safari because he said he asked Safari, was Erica coming on the trip? Joe said that Safari told him, no, she's not coming on the trip. Mm -hmm. So now Joe is saying, yeah, but Safari, I'm looking on social media. I see pictures of Erica chilling at the resort, even though the group never actually saw Erica Mena there. So Joe was... Joe was very upset. He was going in really, really hard. You know, he talks very passionate anyway. Mm-hmm. He, he's kind of in your face when he talks yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. So he was ready to fight Safari and all this and all that. So my question to the guys, the fellas, okay. should, do you think, and, and Safari's point was, I ain't got to tell you nothing. I ain't right. got to tell you, you so know, Safari where I'm going. Safari is a girl. Safari is a guy. Safari is a guy. His current girlfriend is Erica Mena. Joe, Joe Button is dating Sin. His baby mama. Mm-hmm. Sin and Erica Mena had a relationship. These two women had okay, a relationship. Okay. Oh, there we go. Okay. Hey, Carla, okay. Have, have you heard that they're supposed to be married? That they up. secretly got married? Uh, Safari? Hey, yes, I've Sin. heard yeah. that as rumors, too, oh. as well, Shirley. So the question to the fellas is, do you think Safari should have told Joe that his girl Erica was coming as a heads up for Joe and Sin? Not if we ain't friends. I ain't telling you nothing. They are friends, mm-hmm. though. That's the that's, thing. They that's, are friends. That's how Joe was upset, yeah. yes, because he felt like if Nicki Minaj, Joe was saying, because, you know, Safari used to go with Nicki Minaj. So if he Nicki don't, Minaj he don't down, know that his boy dating her? Yeah, but he didn't know that she was bringing him on the trip because he told him he wasn't uh, at the time. That's No, that's he should have got point. a heads up on yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. That's yeah, Joe's. Man, you that's got to go. Up. Hey, partner. Yeah, that's the fellas. And just so you know, I'm bringing... Yeah, you got to do yeah. that. Though. I'm bringing yeah. your girlfriend's yeah. ex-girlfriend, That's which is my current girlfriend. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, That's respect. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Ain't that crazy? That's crazy. Yeah, that is I'm crazy. I'm bringing your girl's ex-girlfriend, who my girl now, on a trip, and all four of us going to be sitting around looking crazy. Man, <laughs> I don't even want to do this, actually. I don't want to go. <laughs> God, man, get the hell out of here. <laughs> That's why she asked the guys. That's why I asked y'all. All right. Hit me up at Lips by Carla. We can talk about it socially. Shirley, we'll be back at 20 after. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. So, Carla, before yes. we went to break, we were talking about um, Love & Hip Hop New York and right. uh, Safari and Erica Mena, who are a couple now. And, and it's rumored yeah. that they're married. You were talking yeah. about it in your yeah. uh, reality update. So, and yeah, you asked so the guys I, a question. Yeah. Right, Shirley. I asked the guys the question. So, again, to review, Safari, Erica Mena, they're dating, or we don't know if they're married, but on the show, they're dating Love & Hip Hop New York. Now, Erica Mena used to go with Joe Button's current baby mama, his girlfriend. Or fiancé. Um, or fiancé, or whatever. Her name is her Sin. Name? Sin. 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 Okay, well, mm-hmm. that fit. Like Cynthia. Sin. Oh, okay. I thought you said Sin. <laughs> Erica and Sin, Sin. used to... They yeah. used to date. Yeah, that was they, used to date. yeah, yeah. they had a relationship. And yeah. so who, Joe Buttons is the other dude. Yes. Mm-hmm. He is and Sin's Safari. baby daddy. They yes. pot. They part. Yeah. He is yeah, Safari and Joe Buttons. Yeah. Yes. Erica and Sin used to used to lay around with each other. They used to date. Yeah. They, they used to date. I said yeah. that. Oh, so, yes. so, yes. so, Ooh, I need so they went so on a on trip. The trip, I got to worry about where my woman going. Is she going with this? other woman and y'all going to the spa for what (laughs) (laughs) huh you ain't going to no damn spa (laughs) with her 
That's four hours, ain't it? All this couple's massage and all that. You ain't finna do that. But you would do the same thing with if it was a dude. Y'all finna get in the same water. Yeah. Crazy. And do what? You ain't going down there. All they got is a towel on. That's all they wear is a towel, ain't it? Oh, excuse me? Excuse me. I'm down. You going shopping where? You can't leave the room. You ain't going shopping with her. Down there trying on clothes. Yeah. I wish I would look over there and see y'all in the same fitting room. Yeah. I know you're not that insecure that she can't even leave the hotel room. Better not go no damn way. Yeah. What you mean you go into the bathroom? Our bathroom? <laughs> who, who in there? But I am with the guys, though. I think Safari should have told The me. hell y'all doing a, down there yeah. on that beach all morning? Uh-uh. Walking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, walking. Yeah. Uh, and no. talking. Yeah, she walking so, all close to her for I saw your arm brush her arm. Oh my god. <laughs> but the issue was that that Safari did not tell Joe yeah. that Eric, he changed his mind about Erica coming. What you knocking Safari- saying off of her for? <laughs> Will you stop? Yeah. Yeah. Saying mm. on her ain't your business. <laughs> You're saying on her butt. That's crazy. So- That's- so- make no Joe damn felt sick. like I can't Safari even enjoy this vacation mind. watching y'all. Are you quite done sitting up now? in here? We can't we can't get our room on the same floor. It's got to be well. You got to be on the opposite end. But they were guys. already there. She came later. Yeah. Erica joined the group later. Cause it's who is what, it? Who is it? Who is girlfriend? Who is that? It better not be who I think it is. <laughs> oh hey Joe, what's happening, man? Joe Button, baby, what's happening? Y'all are stupid. I'm finna take a shower. I'm finna leave this door wide open. You need to be where I can see you. Okay? And they gonna Is that insecure? I, I didn't, I didn't hey, know Safari. there was a sense of security. Safari, I love to go down and have a cigar with you, but I can't. <laughs> Why? Why can't you? You know good hell where we can't leave them two up here. <laughs> we need to smoke in the room. They're over. <laughs> They've broken Yeah, that up. was They're past. Done. That was yeah. in the past. They're They're done. Done. I don't care. They're over I had now. exes I've been back to. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you guys, get it together. <laughs> They're going to be all right. Everything's fine. All right, look, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You guys are crazy. Mean You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Michael Cohen, the president's former personal lawyer, testified before the House Oversight Committee on Capitol Hill. He's been convicted for previously lying to Congress as part of an investigation into Russia's alleged involvement in the 2016 election. Republicans have repeatedly questioned Cohen's credibility and suggested his only reason for agreeing to testify is to help himself. Michael Cohen warned the GOP slash Republicans not to protect the president. Take a listen. I did the same thing that you're doing now for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I protected Mr. Trump for 10 years. And I can only warn people, the more people that follow Mr. Trump, as I did blindly, are going to suffer the same consequences that I'm suffering. And when Mr. Trump turned around early in the campaign and said, I can shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and get away with it, I want to be very clear. He's not joking. He's telling you the truth. You see, you don't know him. I do. I sat next to this man for 10 years, and I watched his back. Everybody's job at the Trump Organization is to protect Mr. Trump. Every day, most of us knew we were coming in 
and we were going to lie for him on something. And that became the norm. And that's exactly what's happening right now in, in this country. And it's exactly what's happening here in government, sir. Wow. Okay. Boom. Okay. Ooh, that's oh, I didn't get to watch right. none of this right here. Oh, it was right. so good. Ooh, it was, it was good. so good. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I mm-hmm. believe everything he said. Everything. Yesterday. Because why everything. would he lie now? He has nothing to lose. Yes. Nothing. He's already going to prison. I wish Trump had to sit in there while all this was going on. Oh, you know he planned to be out of the country man. now. Hey, man, I'm telling you, this Let's guy, see. if you don't think that all of this is orchestrated, if you don't think his team, they knew for a month that he, this was his testimonial day. Yeah, yeah, Steve, right. They put this summit together within the last 30 days. How Come convenient. On, yeah. Let's go over here and try to do something good to distract from his testimony. Mm-hmm. If you don't think that they're, they're, that they're that cunning, you don't understand how these people are who have money, man. And Steve, you're so right. I, I was kind of mad at the Democrats, though, because I just didn't feel like they were going for the jugular. Like they just being dirty. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah. you know, because go it's for like, it. Yeah, it's a fight. I mean, this is a fight. Let's go. Let's let's meet the Republicans. We don't want to hit them too same, hard now. Let's yeah, be aggression, nice. aggression, you know? Right. But they yeah. were trying to get information. They the Republicans really were. were emotional and just kept trying to, to defend the president. And I yeah. think that's why Michael Cohen said what he said. Okay, you see where your loyalty going to get right. you. Just right. keep riding with him. Right. <laughs> see what happens. He, Cohen, didn't Cohen say he would take a bullet for the president? Mm. Mm. He did. Yeah. Yeah. That's loyal. Wow, Steve. Oh, that's ride or die. Right, man, let me that's tell you ride something. or die right yeah, there. No that's what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something, man. It's, uh, my family, I'm taking bullets for. My family. Oh, Tommy. You're his nephew. You better, you better take that bullet. <laughs> but that's loyalty, though. I mean, he's, that's loyalty right there. And, but he and the, lost everything because of his loyalty yeah. to this man. And, the, and who didn't show him the same loyalty, who abandoned him. They better him. take heed to what he's saying. Yeah, they better they, listen, yeah. man. And Cohen is due to report to prison in May for his three-year prison sentence. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> All right. Uh, coming up next, our last break of the morning, Steve Harvey's closing remarks. And we'll be right back at 49 After, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. Last break of the day. This has been a good morning. A lot of stuff to talk about this morning. Mm-hmm. Wow, that Michael Cohen testimony. Woo! And then he'll do Seven another one. Uh, yeah, he'll do another one today, right? But this will be behind closed doors. Yeah, closed this will be private, yeah. No, he's exhausted. Yeah, he has to be. That, that's seven hours. Seven, over that's seven hours? Time. Yeah. Over seven With hours. a grilling like he took from the Republicans. But... He, but but he was cold though. Yeah, he was. Yes. He, he had his thing together. You know, he's a lawyer. The dude, the dude was strong. He was yeah. better than I, Kavanaugh. I tell you that. Yeah. I actually liked the dude. Yeah. He was believable yeah. and uh, everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would really think he picked up a lot of fans after this. Mm-hmm. I respect him for standing in front. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, right. right. Uh, we're ready, Steve, for your closing remarks. Well, you know, today, man, is something that I, I, I was uh, that was brought to my attention. I told you I do my morning meditation, and uh, this morning, man, I got up a little early, and I was going over some stuff, and I was doing some reading. Uh, 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 this Christian, uh, what am I saying? She, uh, this lady on the job, gave me as a Christmas gift. Uh, like oh, the this, devotional, yeah, this mm-hmm. devotional book, and um, the name of the book is Jesus Calling. 
Uh, you know, but when I talk to people, I talk to people of all faiths. I'm not trying to ram my belief down your throat. I believe that God is real. I believe that there is one God. So, you know, what you call him is your business. But that's just my belief. There's one God. We serve him in different ways. It's not my judgment call to make a call on anybody's way that they choose to serve him. As long as you serve the true and living God, that's all that matters to me. So I'm talking to everybody. But one of the things I was learning today, and I, and I don't know if some of you, well, yes, you are, because we're all guilty of it. And it's something that I learned, that we all have to stop judging and evaluating ourselves. I want you to understand what I was reading this morning and learning, that we all got to stop judging and evaluating ourselves because that's not your role. Your role is not to judge or evaluate yourself. And I do it all the time, man. But let me tell you what it does. And, and, and also, not only are we not supposed to judge and evaluate ourselves, here's the big culprit. We should all stop comparing ourselves to other people. That's a huge danger, man. And once again, I'm guilty of it too. This one was a tough one for me to learn, to not judge and evaluate yourself because I was always taught to self-evaluate yourself so you learn how to improve. But if you self-evaluate yourself to where it's a detriment to you moving forward, you're doing yourself a disservice with your evaluation. Because in your evaluation, if you find yourself comparing yourself to other people, what this does is, when you compare yourself to other people, check this out. It produces feelings of pride or inferiority. This is what I learned this morning. Because if you notice it, if you compare yourself to people who, let's say, got more than you, are dressed better than you, and live in a better neighborhood than you, and make more money than you, then guess what? You sometimes produce a feeling of inferiority, and you are not inferior to this person. But here's the other one. If you compare yourself to somebody who has less than you, you develop a sense of superiority, and you ain't superior to nobody. Man, God knows what he's trying to teach us. That's the cold part, man. And like I say, look, I ain't no perfect Christian. I ain't the dude, man. I'm, I'm just telling you real how I'm trying to get better in my life, in my, in my walk as a human being on this planet while I'm while I'm here. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to better myself with, with, with the stuff that's coming my way. And if I can share with you all what I'm learning, man, then that's just my mission. Those of you that don't accept it, I ain't ramming it down your throat. Turn your station. Do you, dog. Go, go where you going. I ain't trying to be mean to you. I'm doing uplifting, empowering stuff. I ain't telling you to join in with me and hate this or hate that. I'm saying these are things we could do. If we stop judging and evaluating ourselves, and if we stop comparing ourselves to other people, because guess what? God made you uniquely you. you he tailor-made you. Everybody's different. Your path, your walk, your journey is different from everybody else's. Stop letting people put you under their microscope too. You know, well, when I did it this way, this is what I did. You doing it that way, you wrong. Ah, they don't know. They don't know. And you don't know. But here's what I do know. 
We are all uniquely made by our creator. He made all of us. This is how different we are. Do you know that God is so powerful that there are no two human beings with the same fingerprint? Hold up, man. Wrap your mind around it. What is it? Six, eight billion people on the earth? And none of them have the same fingerprint? There have been billions of people who have died and ain't none of them have the same fingerprint as you? That's how unique God made you. So why are you comparing yourself to somebody else? Put your focus on him, what he trying to do with you in your life, and go on and have yourself a great life. Stop comparing yourself to other people. It's like putting your fingerprint up next to theirs, talking about look at how much the same we are. You're not. And God intentionally made you that way. And that's a good thing. You being different is good. Those are my remarks today. Drop it. You better speak, boy. Yeah. Just, just get with yourself, dog. That's right. Speak up in him, boy. So get with you. Yeah, I love you. Come on, man. Do you. you, you if you just Boo. put your focus on you, that's, man, your best chance to succeed. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 